Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Hi, this is FPL Focal. If you're listening to this on the Fantasy Football Scout page, please check out my own podcast on Apple Music, Spotify and Google Podcasts. Just search for FPL Focal. Welcome back for another video. In this video, we'll look at how the team's set to shape up for Gameweek 7, including transfer plans and observations this week. If you missed the Gameweek 7 players to buy video, or the 8 things we've learned, they'll both be on screen at the end. Starting off with a quick look back at how Gameweek 6 went. 49 points, enough for another green arrow. It was a disastrous start to the game week, with Trent being withdrawn barely minute before the 60 minute mark, meaning a one pointer rather than six. On a bit of a tangent, I think it would be good if FPL implemented some kind of partial clean sheet system. For example, if a player makes it to half time without conceding and they get you two points. Let me know if you agree or disagree. Seems like the swing is too big, as a single minute is a five point swing, since the 60 minutes does also get you the extra appearance point. Elsewhere, Kukure had his clean sheet wiped out, as did Cancelo and Edison, and Nico conceded three times, but fortunately did pick up the assist, which was something we discussed last week, and his attacking capability, and he won a penalty. Captain Harlan played out as the right decision. It was a really close one in my eyes, and Salah did hit the post, so on another day, it may have gone differently. By far the highlight of the game week was the new transfer in, Trossard. He got one goal, one assist, and two bonus. He was phenomenal and he rescued the game move from a red arrow to a green. Let's take a look at how our team's shaping up for Gimmick 7 and the transfer plans this week. In goal, Edison has perhaps the toughest fixture of his season so far against Spurs. It's a luxury transfer to sell him and one we won't be making this week. City are comfortably top after 6 game weeks for expected goals conceded with 3.5 XGC. 3 clean sheets and they were unlucky not to get a 4th last game week, but as 0.34 XG was the lowest of the game week. The back four is Trent, Cancelo, Kukure and Saliba. I hope there's not a new trend of Klopp bringing Trent off early in some games, particularly before midweek football. I don't believe it will be a recurring theme, but it's something I'm conscious of as you simply cannot have a 7.5 mil defender who's a minute's risk. It's a week to remain patient with Trent. Wolves still a poor side in attack. This season they've scored the joint lowest 3 goals and their 6.32 xG suggests that their finishing has been under par. Cancelo's a tricky one this game week. We've talked about the drop-off in his attacking numbers, and doubling up on City versus Spurs isn't great on paper. However, there is very limited replacements. James versus Fulham's a great fixture for his attacking potential, but we're looking beyond that, and Chelsea faced Liverpool in game week 8. Trippier's the only one who leaps out as a possibility, but I don't see Newcastle keeping a clean sheet away to West Ham, so it would be a bet on an attacking return. Kukure faces Fulham this game week. He's been a disappointing purchase overall. No clean sheet since buying him, and Chelsea ranks 11th in the league for expected goals conceded. Chilwell got the nod in the Champions League. You can interpret this as good or bad news really, but my gut feel is that this points towards Kukure getting the nod for the Fulham game. Long term Kukure is a concern however. In my eyes, James and Fafana will be better picks this season. Saliba returns to the starting 11 for a great fixture at home to Everton. 
Everton have had a good transfer window and they should be on the up. This season, Everton are ranked 11th for expected goals and their four goals scored is second fewest after Wolves and West Ham's three. I can hear the comments already, but Salah gets the armband as it stands. Liverpool are a force to be reckoned with at home versus on the road, and in my eyes, Salah's performances have been a little bit over-criticised. It's certainly still an option for Gemic 7, and firmly my thinking. Trent and Haaland are also in consideration for the armband. Let me know which way you're leaning this week. What I will say is he's certainly not a sell this week, and as it stands, he's the second most sold player after Rodrigo, who is of course injured. The rest of the midfield is Diaz, Martinelli and Trossard. Dependent on Diaz's Champions League minutes, you could make the case for selling this week if he does play the 90, then perhaps the likes of Saka and Rashford are good replacements. He's one likely to make way in the coming weeks, perhaps as soon as Game EK, more on that later. Martinelli had a goal chalked off versus Man United due to a foul in the build-up. He took it brilliantly and he continues to get into good areas. His 20 shots is the joint fourth most among all players with Jesus. It's another one that you can make the case for selling after game EK when Arsenal faced Tottenham, Liverpool, Leeds and Man City over a run of four games. New signing Trossard is on the road to a leaky Bournemouth side who have conceded 18 goals more than any other team. Of course, half of those came in the Liverpool game, but they've had an expected goal conceded every 54 minutes. Their 14 big chances conceded is fifth worst in the league. Up top it's Jesus and Haaland. Jesus is absolutely a hold this game week as well. He's been surpassed by Haaland as the most owned player in the game now, and over 200,000 managers have sold the Brazilian. Arsenal will rotate heavily in the Europa League before the fixture. The likes of Enquetia, Vieira, Marquinhos, etc. should all get a run out, with Jesus, Martinelli, Saka, etc. all rested. The big decision this week is whether to back the fixture, Salah home to Wolves or the form, Haaland with 10 goals and 6. No player has come close to his form over the opening 6 who later went on to win the Golden Boot. He's also top of the league for expected goal involvement with 7.2 XGI, next highest is Kane on 4.95 so it really is Haaland and the rest so far. Add to that he's 25 points clear of any other player. I read all your comments so let me know where your head's at ahead of Gaming 7. On the bench is Ward, Nico, Andreas and Archer. It was another dreadful performance from Ward, and if you still got him as your first choice, it's time to upgrade. Nico's a great option first on the bench this game week, and not at all bad if you're forced to start him. The way Chelsea are playing, there's even a chance Andreas gets something. Moving on to the transfer plans, and it's a really tricky one this week. There is a temptation to move Cancelo on, but the question is who to bring in that could outscore him over the next couple, as Wolves and Gaming 8 does look like a great fixture for the double up. We're likely to activate the wildcard after Game EK, so the current plan is to roll the transfer and then make a slightly aggressive play in Game EK, such as Trent to Trippier, who's home to Bournemouth, and then Diaz to Fernandez, who's home to Leeds. Alternatively, Kukurea to Trippier and Diaz to Rashford. In Game EK, Liverpool are away to Chelsea, so it could be an opportunity for a fun one-week punt using two transfers. Of course, there is a bunch of directions the punt could go, but those are a couple of options that cross my mind. We're here to have fun and a one-week punt is always an enjoyable one knowing you've got the insurance of a wildcard. If you would like to follow my team throughout the season, hit subscribe and thank you for all the support. That wraps up today's video. Thanks for watching. Let me know in the comments how your Game Week 6 went and what your plan is for Game Week 7. See you soon for the next one.